You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, we're going to move on with some Chiefs football now. Nick, the Chiefs still have yet to do anything at wide receiver this offseason. Let's look at some potential options for KC, shall we, and assess how interested we would be. We're going to start with DeAndre Hopkins. As we know, he's requested a trade. He still has two years left on his contract. Reports are that Arizona wants a second-round pick in return for Hopkins. He said that he wants a new contract, but that depends on the team. What are our thoughts on DeAndre Hopkins? I would take him in a second. Okay, so there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. I think overall, I agree with your sentiment. I would probably, uh, I would probably take him in a second as well. You know, it's kind of eerie that this guy who three-time first-team All-Pro requests a trade, and there just hasn't been a whole lot of movement. Like, there's not a lot of chatter. There have been a few teams that have reportedly been interested, but in terms of, you know, Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport saying, okay, these are the finalists, these are the teams, these are the packages that are being proposed, there really hasn't been anything there, which... Doesn't it kind of remind you of this whole offseason as a whole when it comes to wide receivers? You know, last year you see uh, you see Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill getting traded and then getting ma- AJ Brown getting massive contracts afterwards, or Christian Kirk, kind of a, a rather unknown name, at least amongst the casual NFL fan. He gets $20 million per year. It was the offseason of wide receivers. They mm-hmm. reset the market. And this year, what has there been? There's been Jacoby Myers and Alan Lazard signing deals worth like $10 million a year. That's not exactly front page news. Hasn't it been so weird just kind of watching this whole thing play out compared to a year ago? Very underwhelming in the the splash category for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So and I wonder, and I wonder if there's like a ripple effect going on. I wonder if this is sort of the market trying to correct itself. I wonder if this is NFL teams and GMs saying, we saw what happened last year. We need to make sure we don't fall victim to that sort of trend and then end up overpaying for some guy that... Because those guys that were... I mean, A.J. Brown, Tyreek Hill, and Devontae Adams, those are three of the top six wide receivers in the NFL. None of these guys are that. Now, DeAndre Hopkins, on the other hand, is sort of interesting. You know, before last year, let's just kind of go through the whole story here. Last year, DeAndre Hopkins misses the first six games of the season due to a positive PED test. Now, we don't know specifically why he was taking PEDs. The year prior, when he was injured, was really the first year, his first year, or six, his second year in Arizona, pardon me, 2021. That was the first time in his career that he had missed any significant time. Like this dude wasn't had played 15 or 16 games in each of the first eight seasons of his career. You know how unheard of that is for a wide receiver to go eight years into your career and play at least 15 games every season? Crazy. Like, it's so hard to do with that position where guys get banged up and they're going across the middle and they're taking big shots all the time. So he gets injured. He only plays 10 games. 
before the 2022 season, last offseason, tests positive for PEDs. So he gets suspended for the first six games. So now all of a sudden, not only did you miss the tail end of 2021, you had to sit out the first month and a half of 2022. By the time he comes back, Arizona's a mess, right? We saw what the Chiefs did to them in week one. It never got better. You've got Kyler Murray arguing with his coach. You've got hard knocks behind the scenes showing what just is clearly a dysfunctional team. It's a dysfunctional locker room. And DeAndre Hopkins is asking for a trade now because he doesn't want to be a part of it. Like that, that part has been very public too. He just doesn't want to be in Arizona. He doesn't want to be a part of the Kyler Murray sideshow anymore. And I honestly don't blame, don't him. blame him. No, I mean, there was a, there was a spot on hard knocks where he was literally trying to calm. Kyler Murray was mad at Cliff Kingsbury for the plays he was calling. DeAndre Hopkins is trying to calm him down on the sideline. Like saying like, Hey dude, Calm down. Like, you can't be getting into a fight with your head coach. Like, this is professional. That was wild. This is the NFL. Like, are you new here? So, clearly, he wants out, right? But he misses the first six games of last year. Comes back, Kayla. He was, I don't think people really, because I've heard a lot of people talking about maybe this guy's over the hill and maybe he's not the player he once was, which all of that might be true. He's 31 years old. That's not... Wide receiver isn't like running back where you hit a wall and then never are the same player. Wide receiver is typically more of a gradual decline. And it wouldn't shock me whatsoever if maybe we're starting to see that downward curve of his career. But I just want to make one thing clear. When DeAndre Hopkins came back last year, he looked like the old DeAndre Hopkins. His first game back from his suspension, he caught 10 passes for 103 yards. First, the Saints, by the way, which is one of the best defenses in the NFL this year. The next week against Minnesota, he catches 12 passes for 159 yards and a touchdown. And you can say, well, he was the only guy they're throwing the ball to. Um, there are a lot of players around the NFL who get the ball thrown to them a lot. Go find me how many guys had 12 passes receptions for 159 yards last year here are some more highlights from his season Kayla 10 catches for 98 yards versus the Rams nine catches for 91 yards versus San Francisco four catches for 87 yards against the Chargers seven for 79 against the Patriots seven for 60 against the Broncos these are elite numbers not good numbers not like hey the guy's still got some gas in the tank type numbers those are elite Number one wide receiver numbers. Yep. And then at the end of the year, he was inactive for the final two games. Their season was shot. I think he was dealing with some nagging injury, which again, that could be a part of age. You get in more. But to say that because he tore his ACL the year before, which is one of the most common injuries in this sport, comes back after a suspension looks like one of the best receivers on the planet and then shut it down for two games because your season is over and your team's got, a, they're the fourth pick in the NFL draft, Kayla. They're one of the worst teams in the NFL. There was nothing to play for. The idea that now all of a sudden he has to carry this label of being either too old or injury prone, it doesn't make any sense to me because I saw this guy last year and he looked really, really damn good. And he wants out now 
because he's playing for an absolute sideshow of a team that has no direction. They're picking fourth in the draft. This team is not going to compete next year. He's 31 years old. He probably knows his window of being that guy is only going to be open for a few more seasons. He wants a fresh start. And if I am the Chiefs, I am on the horn with the Cardinals every single day trying to figure out a way to get this done. Because that guy will fit in any system, including the Chiefs. I think you know, we can get into specifically what kind of receivers thrive in the Chiefs system, like what sort of skill sets they look for. DeAndre Hopkins is one of those dudes who just does a little bit of everything. You don't pigeonhole him. He's not one of these guys who only does, he only can hit go routes or he's only across the middle guy, right? He's a zone break. He can beat anything. He can beat any type of coverage. He can get open in any sort of system. He can thrive in any system. He's one of those elite level players and he absolutely is still a game changer on offense. Just to piggyback on everything you just said, um, in the nine games he played in, in the 2022 season, he finished with 64 receptions, 717 receiving yards, and three receiving touchdowns. And if the Chiefs pick him up, he doesn't even have to be the top wide receiver. So, yeah, sign me up. Like like you said, you can put him into anything and he'll he'll do well. He'll thrive. I'm that all was for in, it. And that was in nine games. One of, one of those games, Kayla, I think he caught one pass for four yards. That was the, the last game he played before they shut him down. So in basically half a season, he caught 64 passes for 717 yards. And just if you're a numbers person, uh, that would have been third on the team uh, in, in receiving yards for the Chiefs last year. That would have been third on the team in receiving yards. It would have been third on the team in receptions in half a season. Okay. Yeah, I'm in. So, so uh, here's what I want to talk about a little bit with like fit. Because, De- because DeAndre Hopkins is the prototype. If you could create a receiver in a lab, it would probably look a lot like him, right? Because he's tall, he's long, he is athletic. We, we, we look at the draft and we look at certain fits and you say, okay, well, you know, the guys who are prototypes, they usually go, you know, top five, top 10, like Jamar Chase. He can do everything. Like he's rangy, he's fast, he's a great route runner, he's strong. He has every single attribute you could possibly want. I think DeAndre Hopkins, because he's so tall and long that he gets this reputation for being like a contested catch guy. Like he's not always going to get open, but you can just drop back and throw it up to him and he's going to jump over the defender and catch the ball because he's a freak. But you don't get 14 targets in a game. You don't get 12 catches in a game just by winning contested catches. You get 12 catches in a game by getting open a lot. And that is what this offense is all about. If you want to thrive in the Chiefs offense, just get open. That quarterback will find you. And that that head coach, that play caller, he is going to scheme you open. So you don't have to be a speedster like Tyreek Hill or Marquez Valdez scaling, but that can help. You either have to do, you have to fit into a specific hole. Can you take the top off the defense? Can you be a guy who can just run go routes and beat the guy? That's how MVS wound up with the job in Kansas City. Can you just be uh, somebody who can sit there in zone coverage and then make guys miss after the catch? That's how Juju Smith-Schuster got a contract in Kansas City. Do one thing really well. They'll find a way to make you fit. 
DeAndre Hopkins does a lot of things well. And I think the biggest part about it is, what do you have to lose? I was just going to say, what's the downside of this? I'm not hearing one. <laughs> so I think you got to look at his contracts. Money, contracts, yeah. The things that but, I don't really pay attention to. <laughs> well, it's tough too because the NFL makes it so difficult sometimes with the way that they structure their contracts to know exactly how much this person is worth or how much they're going to be owed if they are dealt. Like I can tell you, I can look at DeAndre Hopkins' contract right now and say, uh, he's he's got a cap hit of $30 million next year and a cap hit of $25 million the year after that. Well, that sounds like a lot of money, but there are cap savings and dead money involved. I would guess, you know, if you traded him, a lot of times what they'll do is the Cardinals will say, okay, we'll trade and we'll eat $9 million of that contract. So you don't owe him the full $30 million. You owe him $21 million, which makes it a little more palatable. The other side is, what are the Cardinals actually willing to accept in return? Some teams play hardball. Some teams will say, nope, this is what we think a guy is worth, and we don't care that he wants out. If we don't get what we want in return, then we'll just let him sit there on the bench and be pissed off all year. We don't care. Other teams, like the Patriots have commonly done this. The Patriots are like, if he doesn't want to be here, bye. Don't care. Like that, that, that is Bill Belichick has made that so abundantly clear. <laughs> if this guy wants out, I don't care. Send us a bag of footballs. We don't care. We're not going to keep somebody around here that's not going to be a part of the program. And so you don't know how any GM is going to operate. The Cardinals now have a new general manager. So you don't know exactly how teams are going to operate and how teams are going to kind of handle that. But the fact that he's still under contract with another team, that complicates things a little bit because there's sure. probably going to be a bidding war and there's probably going to be other teams who are maybe willing to either give up more in a trade or have more to give, right? The Chiefs are picking last in every round of the NFL draft, which means their draft assets aren't quite as valuable as basically anybody else's.